Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Fanta, you know, he's host on the, um, the Big East Shootaround. Uh, he's been seen before at Fox Sports 1, NBA TV, Big East Digital, ESPN+. Plus. He's on everywhere. Uh, uh, C- uh, CBB on Fox as well. Uh, John, how you doing? Gee, Bush, I'm doing well. It's always a good night when I can step inside the barber shop. Great to be with you. Hey, man, listen, man, I'm seeing you everywhere, man. I'm 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 happy and I'm pumped um, to see your uh, your your star rising. Uh, you moving out here, man. You doing big things, man. Um, whether it, whether it's baseball, whether it's basketball, whether it's college hoops, you're doing a really uh, good job out here. And, and salute to you for moving and keeping keeping that star rising, man. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate you. And I'll tell you what, when you grow up on the west side of Cleveland, everybody always asks, so how do you get started? Well, when you grow up with the voices that we have in this town, you think about Tom Hamilton for the Indians for a long time, Joe Tate with the Cavaliers. Now on 92.3, the fan, the home of the Cleveland Browns, Jim Donovan and, and Doug Deacon. I mean, when you grow up with that, you grow up with a passion for this. And when you get into high school and you're listening to Ken Carmen every morning, I'm not just saying it. I'm telling you like that. Those are the voices that, that help you get to where you are today. So as a 25-year-old in the industry, I'm grateful that I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio. There's not a day that goes by where I'm not. Definitely that, you know, you talk about some of the great names and all the names going back, man. And, you know, definitely a legendary hotbed for uh, talent, especially when it comes to being uh, in this sport uh, radio and and TV media uh, in Cleveland, Ohio, Northeast Ohio and in Midwest in general. Uh, John, let's get to this. um, You know, the Cleveland Indians, I'm going to tell you what. (laughs) The Indians, uh, they just continue uh, to tread water, they continue. And, and here's the thing about the Indians: they're never, you know, they're not going to fall off completely ever. Uh, you look at them right now: 30 and 24, second in the AL uh, Central. Uh, White Sox are 33 and 22. But when you look around, take a look at where the Indians are with 30 wins, and, and, and some of the teams around with 30 with 30 wins. Uh, you know, the New York Mets went out and spent all that all that money and got one of the guys that we, we co- once called a, a cornerstone uh, of the team 
in, in Francisco Lindor, they're at 27 wins. Uh, you yeah. look around in, in St. Louis and in, in Chicago Cubs are around 30 wins. Uh, even a team uh, uh, like the L.A. Dodgers are at 33 wins and the Cleveland Indians right now are in the thick of things in terms of in the AL Central. Um, what's been the, the, the big surprising factor and how have they been able to do that? Well, how have they been able to do that? They have consistently a top three to five pitching staff in baseball. That's how they do it. And they have a Hall of Famer in their dugout. When Terry Francona got hired by this organization in 2012 after the firing of Manny Asta, it was a franchise-changing move, a move that made you say, with Tito in the dugout, the Cleveland Indians are going to be serious about competing. There's a difference between competing and payroll. And so what I say to the fan who gets very upset about the guy that was your former shortstop last year that's now a cornerstone of another organization is, look, let's look at between the lines right now. Okay, let's look on the diamond itself, and let's look at what this team does. They develop pitching in a fantastic way. Evidence of that, G. Bush, is this. The Cleveland Indians are 25-4, and 25-4 and four when they score four or more runs in a game. 25-4. and four. Now, the con to that, which, which would be the argument for, hey, they have 30 wins, they probably could have more. They're 5-20 and 20 when they score three or less, which, is, which that would be your winning percentage. Uh, you'd win five out of 20 times if you were held to three runs or less, you'd have to think. And, and the fact that 25 games they've been held to three runs or less speaks about the flaws of this team's offense. But I think that with this ball club, what stood out to me the most, the bullpen. James Karinchek has struggled a little bit recently. But for the most part, between James Karinchek, Emmanuel Classe, Ryan Shaw's having the best season of his career. Ryan Shaw has an ERA under one. He's been absolutely terrific, and he has eight holds on the season. For a setup guy in the eighth inning, that's the equivalent of a save. So Cleveland, when the game gets in the sixth inning, Garrett, if Cleveland has a lead, they typically win. And not every team, there's a lot of ball clubs that you wouldn't be able to say that about. In fact, when the Indians are tied or leading after six innings this season, the Cleveland Indians are 28-6. and six. They don't blow games when they're able to hand it to that bullpen. So it's about getting enough, getting the four runs and getting it to that bullpen. And it doesn't take a lot. It doesn't take a 10-run explosion, but that's how doggone good the pitching has been in this town, and it's been that way for quite a while because Terry Francona has been the skipper. You know, John, um, when we look at this, you know, you just kind of alluded to this a little bit. Um, the, the, the pitching is, is what uh, the, the, the Indians hang their hat on. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there was a really good um, a good interview over the weekend I, and I heard. Um, and I think it was on um, – I think it was on uh, – it was the midday show, Baskin and Phelps. Um, and I think Chris Rose was on and he was talking about arms and he had a very, um, a, a very, you know, in, in deep, in depth analysis of, you know, teams, um, you know, after you going back to back with these games and, and you come off the shortened season, you come back into this season um, talking about, 
uh, teams trading players for arms, right? Take you know trading yeah. you know Rays trading uh, you know a shortstop um, who who was a really good locker room guy, guy that uh, they thought was really good in the field, traded him for two arms um, because they believe that they're going to need there's going to be a shortage of arms coming down the um, the backstretch in terms of of teams needing guys to put innings out. Um, is that something that you actually uh, worry about? I don't worry about it um, because it's one of those things where I trust um, the Indians' developmental staff. I think it's part of the reason why you bring up Tristan McKenzie last year uh, to give him that type of experience. And, look, we'll see what his season ends up being. He was sent down. And how many guys, Steve Bush, get sent to AAA then come back uh, just about a week later and they're setting a franchise record for strikeouts consecutive strikeouts in a game with eight. I don't worry about it with them. Uh, I know that, that some people would look at the 60-game season and they would point to Shane Bieber, Cy Young, and they'd say, yeah, let's, let's see if he can do it in the marathon. But you know what? If you've got the stuff, you've got the stuff. And this team is stocked with young arms. And young arms could be argued as, okay, they're young arms. Um, at some point, they're going to go through a dry spell. But I just think that the Cleveland Indians have given us the benefit of the doubt that they can make it through a marathon from a pitching perspective. Are you going to go through a two-week time in the dog days of summer where you might struggle to pitch? Yeah. And you know what? This offense is going to have to pick it up. And I think that, that this month is really crucial for this team. Um, and here's why. They have a combined 16 games against the Orioles, the Pirates, the Twins, and I believe the Tigers. Uh, this, is a, this is a month where the Indians have to cash in on some of this bad American League competition and take advantage. And, and that's where your pitching really shines. I think pitching shines most in baseball, Garrett, when you're going up against a team that, that has a lot of flaws. And the fact of the matter is this. The AL Central Division is the weakest in baseball. After the White Sox and the Indians – the Twins have been way underwhelming. The Tigers are terrible, and the Royals are still too young. Um, they're just not there yet. So I think that I don't worry as much about it with the Indians because I do believe that, that they're a team that benefits off being in a bit of a weaker division where you play the Tigers 18 times and you play the Royals 18 times. That's close to 40 games in your 162 and then you add in the Twins, who have really struggled. They've been around eight, nine games under 500. I think that Cleveland benefits a little bit more than other teams in the league do. I worry about this team if they do go through the human nature funk where the pitchers just do have a bad turn or two through the rotation. And in the event that the Indians lose nine out of ten games and then they drop out of the American League Central and then have to fight for one of those two wild card spots, which, look, if you ask somebody nationally, they would say it. Uh, the Indians most likely pass to the playoffs, if they're going to make it, is, is a wild card spot. I think this team is not afraid of Chicago. I just think the White Sox are they're just a much better hitting team, and they're much more dangerous with the bats. So the fact of the matter is this. I, I think that the Indians pitching is good enough to make it through the marathon, uh, but in the event that they were to struggle, to Chris Rose's point, let's face it, this offense doesn't look like it's good enough, at least on paper, to pick up those arms. 
talking to John Fanta uh, on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Of course, uh, he is a member of the Big East Shootaround uh, team as a host. He's also uh, being seen on uh, FS1 NBA TV uh, and the Big East Digital Network as well. Uh, you've um, also been a, a really big around in the uh, college basketball arena. And, you know, I wanted to ask you something and, and get your thoughts on, on these two big, um, I, I guess, big announcements. One, you, you have Roy Williams, who is, you know, one of the uh, one of the greatest coaches of all time, stepping down a couple of months ago. And now you get Mike Coach K stepping down uh, coming up after this season. And, uh, you know, we look at it and, and you have two of those guys, uh, you know, you know, retiring. What does that mean for college basketball um, in terms of, of the star power? The uh, and, and what does that mean for for the sport in general? When you looked at you, know, you can't replace those two guys. But um, is this a big blow for the uh, for college basketball? It's a massive blow for college basketball. Those are two faces of the sport, particularly Coach K. Uh, Coach K to college basketball uh, is what Joe Torrey was to baseball when the Yankees were in their absolute prime. Uh, that's, that's what it comes down to for me, you know, and, and, even, and even more so than that. But I think for the, you know, the 20 to 30-year-olds out there, since we were just talking baseball, that's what it comes down to. You're, you just lost your Bill Belichick. And, and that speaks, it says it all. It says it all. We're talking about someone whose accolades know no limits, but that when you saw him on your screen, Garrett, when you're scrolling through your stations on a Saturday afternoon in the, in the winter, in hibernation, when uh, hopefully this January we're waiting for a Browns playoff game to start on a Sunday or a Saturday afternoon or evening. Either, either or, see, we'll take it. <laughs> you, exactly, exactly. We'll tell you, just, just tell us when. Um, when you were scrolling through your college basketball and you saw Coach K, you stopped for a second. You stopped and you said, oh, what's, what's he up to? What are they doing? That's the kind of figure Mike Krzyzewski is. What he's done for the sport of college basketball, to the level that he's done it, and making USA basketball cool to play for again. He really got uh, the big name stars to Team USA, uh, from LeBron James when LeBron was coming up, to Tim Duncan, to Vince Carter. Like, Coach K's coached all the greats, but he made it cool to play on Team USA again because he was the head coach. He is the greatest basketball coach ever. I mean, what he's done for the game of college hoops, it can't be replicated because of just the kind of polarizing figure he has been. So this is, this is shattering because Roy and Coach K have been the staples to the Duke-Carolina rivalry. And in a sport where we're talking about over 1,500 student-athletes have transferred this college basketball offseason. So next season, when the casual fan is watching college basketball and they saw Coach K or Roy, that's what pulled them in to the game. You wouldn't be able to name more than a player or two if you're a casual fan. If you can name a player on Duke or North Carolina heading into next season. So for college basketball, this is major. College sports is going through a very transformative time, and I don't think it's any coincidence either, Derek. Mike Krzyzewski sees the writing on the wall. Being a, a college coach is totally different now. 
you got to live up to your word in an extra way. What do I mean by that? If you promise a kid playing time and you are off in, in fulfilling that promise, that kid, he's booking it. He's heading out somewhere. He's not fighting through that. You can transfer anywhere you want and be immediately eligible. You don't have to sit out a year. That changes everything. How about name, image, and likeness in college athletics? Where if a kid is the fourth best player at um, Ohio State, and let's say Kentucky calls or, um, you know, another, like a Texas calls and says, hey, you could be the second best player here. And oh, by the way, name, image, and likeness, we're going to be able to get you, you know, hooked up with a local car dealership. And you can benefit off your name, image, and likeness in, in X amount of ways. It's, it's a changing time in college athletics. It's a very fluid time. I think these legends, they've done everything they could in the sport. Um, they don't want to be part of a change because all they've ever known is this way it's been done. It's time for change. It's time for student-athletes to benefit off their name, image, and likeness. And Mike Krzyzewski said it's time. But this is groundbreaking news in college basketball. This is the toughest coaching job to have to follow. North Carolina is a little different. Hubert Davis has been prepared for, for coming in for Roy Williams. Hubert's really taken a leadership role. John Shire has too, but it's just a totally different aura, in my opinion, around Duke basketball and around their future with the role and the shoes that John Shire has to fill in Coach Case. John, man, I appreciate it, man. You uh, you set me right up, man. We You set me up with the name and name is likeness, man. You set me up. We ready to go. We go right to the next segment, man. I appreciate you, man. Mm, <laughs> I, I'm going to listen to the next segment because, you know, it is a fascinating, fascinating topic. I'd be curious to hear what some callers have to say about NIL. It's time for these kids to benefit off their name, image, and likeness. But if you're an Ohio State football basketball fan, the recruiting battles in the Big Ten, they're only going to mm. increase twofold. It's a fun fascinating time it's not fun necessarily for the coaches but it's going to be very very interesting to watch there's no off season anymore it's going to be free agency hey listen john i thank you so much great great stuff as always and i appreciate you uh, spending a little time with me tonight thanks garrett always fun i'll be listening the rest of the night appreciate you having me look forward to it again all right listen to every mlb game live the deep left center field it is high it is far it is gone stream minor league affiliates the midwest league home run leader and watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on mlb big inning mlb at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month deep left field it's gonna go alvarez ties the game subscribe to at bat within the mlb app today major league baseball trademarks used with permission 